Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is RU Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. The keys to victory, LSU versus Ole Miss prediction. You know what I'm going to say. You already know what I'm going to say. Guys, I really feel good about this game. Especially if the Saints lose tonight. (laughs) You know, because when the Saints lose, LSU normally prevails. With that being said, the Saints do play tonight against the Arizona Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins is back. We'll touch on that. We'll do a Saints pregame. Saints versus Cardinals live on Amazon Prime. Guys, I don't understand. Look, the games have sucked. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit doesn't suck. Y'all are trying to find reasons why the game sucks. Amazon's fine, dude. Grow up, Peter Pan. It's football. Grow up, Peter Pan. I don't feel good about the Saints game tonight, though. I think they're going to lose. Um, I, I don't trust Dennis Allen. The injury, report, the injury report is longer than my son Ben's Christmas list. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how this game goes and how it prevails. prevails. But if I had to predict a score, I think it's going to be 27-20 Cardinals. Um, it's where I'm sitting. We'll see. We'll talk about that game as well. Josh Booty, former LSU quarterback Josh Booty, joins us at 6.30. Looking forward to talking to him and everything that he's got going on. He will be in Baton Rouge this Saturday. We'll let him tell you where you can find all the stuff and everything that he's doing. You're going to want to, if if you're in town in Baton Rouge this Saturday, you're going to want to link up 
with former LSU quarterback Josh Booty and Ant Marshall will uh, 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 send us out as the Pelicans are one and zero. We will do a, a Pelican segment once a week, uh, and Ant Marshall, whether he likes it or not, <laughs> is going to be our Pel's uh, uh, correspondent. I don't know anybody that knows basketball better than he does. He's going to be joining us at six fifty. We'll wrap the show up like that, and every and like we do every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Hashtag Ask Blake. Thoughts, concerns, whatever you have, score prediction, fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat right now. What do you think the score is going to be? There was a lovely, a very lovely, um, six foot two and a half. Roughly 290, 300-pound man who last week for LSU said his score prediction was LSU 41, Florida 34. I, but, uh, you know, who's bragging? <laughs> Nevertheless, throw them all in there, and we'll get to as many of them as we can. Here's our first one. Jay on YouTube says 38, 34, LSU. Hughes says 42, 40, L. S-U. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Tommy Howard on YouTube says the injury report looks like a bunch of guys who opted out of the season. You know, you're not really lying there. It's a, like I just said, man, it's a longer, um, it's a, you know, it's a longer list than my, than my son Ben's Christmas list. I mean, it's a long list. It's a, you know, it's a very long list. Um, Somebody just said this. Can somebody bean count this? I didn't see it if it's true. Um, Dwayne says that Kyler Murray is out tonight. Is Kyler Murray out for the game tonight? I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Uh, breaking Kyler Murray out. I, I think this might be fake. Butt crack sports. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Is that true? I only see one report. I only see one report. I don't know if that's true. Somebody bean count that for me because I didn't see it if that's true. Uh, jo- Joseph says he's not on the injury report. Where'd you see that? Yeah, I, I didn't see that either. Somebody just commented in the chat, but it's like, it looks like it's from it on Twitter. This comes from butt crack sports breaking Kyler Murray personal is out tonight. So only, um, so only place I'm seeing that from anyone that's reliable, they're saying that he's trying to play call of duty. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think that that's real. Uh, Ian says Murray is on my fantasy team and there was no notification. Yeah, I don't think that's true. King Ulysses says 41-24 LSU. Man, I don't know if we're holding old Mr. 24, King. I don't know. I don't know if we're holding him back or we're doing that. I think that might be, as Jay says right here, fake news. Um, my mom says they showed him walking in the locker room on the pregame show and said he was playing. Yeah, I don't. It looks like it's it's fake. 
Looks like it's fake. Thomas says, at Blake, why is the isolation on Ole Miss's offense and their defense isn't mentioned, mentioned, especially the DBs? Well, because they really they really haven't played. Um, Josh Booty's hung up at the airport. <laughs> um, God damn. I, we've never had this many cancellations on guests in one week. I mean, now I feel like a a rookie. This hasn't happened to me in over two years. Brian Kelly's red face says 38-35 fighting Tigers. I like it. Joseph Fouché says 38-33. That's a really that's kind of a crazy score there, Joseph. I dig it. It's a crazy score. Uh, but I like it. I like it. Uh, Ian says the new Call of Duty just came out. <laughs> yeah, that would make Kyler Murray be out, man. That would make Kyler Murray be out. Um, that's for sure. Brandon Reese, I like this one. It says 35-21 LSU. I just feel like, man, I don't know. Let me tell you this. If LSU, and look, we'll get to these keys to victory. Um, if LSU holds Ole Miss to 21 points, I'd be shocked. I would utterly be shocked. Tyler says 41-38 LSU. I like that too. I like that too. Curtis, no, sir. There is no Astros fandom in this chat here tonight. No, sir. All rise, baby. You got to be Yankees fans, man. What's the Astros ever done for you other than cheap? <laughs> Derek Carlin <laughs> says 45-38 LSU. Okay. I, I, I like that too. I like that too. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting like and share. So many of you are watching us live on Facebook right now. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those Facebook groups. Um, so Share to your old social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Share, 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 share wherever you're listening in. Shout out to our good friends over the TuneIn app. Uh, you can listen to the show. You can listen to the replay on the audio podcast platform, TuneIn app, wherever you listen to it. Just do us a favor if you are. Rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Let's pay the bills very quickly. Like and share. Don't forget. We're give Look, and, and the people that's on YouTube that haven't subscribed yet, we're giving away $300 if you go over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. One lucky winner is going to get $300 if we get to 5,000 subscribers by November the 1st. It's not that difficult, not that hard. Not that difficult, not that hard. Go over there and subscribe. I know you're listening anyway. <laughs> Why don't you just subscribe? All right, let's get this thing rolling. Let's pay these bills. We'll be back in one minute. Let's talk about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag and our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons. Look, my mom went over to GM Varno and Sons this week, got her four new tires. Under 800 bucks, man. Insane. They're killing it. All right, let's pay these bills. We'll be right back. Share that. Hit that like, like and share. Now I got the hiccups. 
Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That's Believe50, B-L-E-A-V, 5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, Blake Rafina, sit you on by. Derek Allamont brings up an interesting point. He said Kentucky and Troy held them to under 30. Yeah, I, I get that, Derek, but I, I get that. But LSU has struggled in the SEC and SEC play. Outside of Ole Miss, everybody do us a favor. Stop collaborating with us. Do us a favor, man. Hit the like and share. I don't ask for a lot. Hit the like and share. We should have over 300. Look, there's 300 of you total in all the streams. We should have 300 shares. Derek, I agree with you um, because obviously that happened. But LSU technically, it, look, let's get to some of these keys of victory. But LSU is not has not had a lot of success in the SEC outside of Mississippi State. Yes, I'll, I'll give you the Mississippi State win. Guys, you struggled against Auburn. You struggled, obviously, against Tennessee. And then you struggled, technically, defensively against Florida. And, and listen, I don't want to hear, like, I, I, I'm a part of the, the, the club that doesn't want to hear, oh, well, Blake, there was a lot of big plays. Well, you still gave them up. You still gave up a lot of yards. You still gave up a lot of points. That's not going to bode well. Do you, Let me ask you this. Do you think Ole Miss is better than Auburn or Florida? You know, I would even say that Ole Miss's offense, although different from the other scale of Tennessee, they're in more of a realm than Tennessee is more than Auburn offensively, right? Like, they're closer to Tennessee as good as their offense is versus how bad Auburn is. Now, they gave up a lot of points to Auburn, and that's fine. They were losing that halftime to Vanderbilt. And, and look, I still think LSU is going to win, but to say that they're only going to score 21 points when Auburn scored more than that is a little tough for me. Right? Like they, It's a little tough for me. Uh, Cody McGee sends nine ninety nine via Super Chat. Thank you, Cody, for doing that. He says, 35-27 LSU. And on the Saints, real quick, I don't think Dennis Allen is a head coach, but a great coordinator. LSU, in order to beat Ole Miss, 
can't have muff punts. Special teams needs to get better. Thank you, Cody, for the super chat. And I agree. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a humongous fan. Um, I'm not a humongous fan again, uh, of Dennis Allen. Uh, Dwayne says, hashtag as Blake Tennessee also struggled against Florida. Did they? Struggled where? Let's pull up Tennessee versus Florida box score. Did they? Let's see. Um, well, they scored 38 points. They had 349 yards passing and 227 yards rushing. Struggled where? I mean, if you want to talk about their defense struggling, okay, okay. But offensively, they didn't struggle. Come on, man. Uh, King Ulysses says, I can't put my finger on Ole Miss because Kentucky gave Ole Miss the game with their costly mistakes. And I, I, I tend to subscribe to what King Ulysses is saying here in reference to, I don't know if I can really put my finger on it. Now, here is my keys to victory. So, look, I have three keys to victory here on how you're going to beat Ole Miss. And it's the only way that you can beat Ole Miss. Look, I don't think that you're going to go six for six to start the game with scoring drives. Although you do have the talent to where you could. I don't think Ole Miss's offense is good. Our defense is is, is, – I kind of think they're about the same level as Florida, maybe a little bit worse. You got to run the football. But number one – for me, dude, you got to stack the box against Ole Miss. You got to stack the box against Ole Miss. Make Jackson Dart beat you. I I can live with this is what I can live with. I can live with you taking a chance on a quarterback that hasn't lit up the SEC through the air in Jackson Dart and you making him beat you versus a team like Ole Miss coming off a 400-yard rush performance, and I don't care who it's against. You know, it's against Auburn, and I and I get that. But I would rather you. I would rather you stack the box and just make Ole Miss beat you through the air. And I hear a lot about well, Lane Kiffin will dice you up. Sounds good. Let him do it. Let him try to get Jackson Dart to beat you through the air. Stack the box. Look, there's a lot of talk about Harold Perkins. There's a lot of talk about, you know, well, Blake, we're scheming him out. First off, first off, the verbiage is wrong. You're not scheming Harold Perkins out. You're not scheming Harold Perkins out. Um, that That's the wrong verbiage. You might be using different personnel. Scheming is when... Obviously, you're you're using your scheme for different things. I get what you're saying, but it's not the right correct verbiage there. Some people, a lot of people use it. Coaches use it. It's not technically the right verbiage there. Harold Perkins is still going to play a lot of plays, guys. If you have sixty plays against Ole Miss and he plays half of them, that's still a lot. You know that that's still a lot. You're going to have to utilize him though because you're they're going to want to run the football. Look, bottom line. Bottom line is this. Your front seven has to play better than they've played all season long. And quite frankly, I think I can make the argument over the last four weeks, they've been your weakest unit. Right? Like, 
I get that Micah Baskerville led you in tackles. I, I, I get a lot of that. But, man, when you're giving over, oh, well over 550, closer, closer to 600 yards rushing in the last three games, guys, that's not good. Auburn, obviously Tennessee, and Florida ran for ran kind of all over your front seven at times. I don't and, and look, it's not as if and it's been in different ways, kind of. Uh, you know, Auburn kind of sneakily did it on you. Tennessee just ran it right down your throat, no pause. And yes, Florida had some big plays. The the problem is is that you're getting attacked in all different directions. All different directions. Your front seven is going to have to play the best game of their lives this Saturday for you to win. Make Jackson Dart beat you. There's no other way. You cannot allow Ole Miss to run all over you and win. Because the one thing that Ole Miss does do when they run all over you, guys, the clock is always running when they do it. They can hold on to the football when they do it. Number two, look, just be consistent offensively. I don't think anybody's expecting you to go six for six of the first six drives of you scoring touchdowns. I'll take four. I'll take four. Guys, if you told me right now of the first six drives, if LSU goes into halftime and scoring 28 points, I'll take it. I'll take it. I think you're going to have to get over 35 points to win this game. And if you don't get over 35 points in this game, I think you do lose. you got to stay consistent. Now, I will tell you this on a practice update. I did hear that they were still really good this week in practice. LSU still looked really sharp. I still hear a lot about I still hear, hear a lot about Walker Howard, though. Um, look, that young man's going to be special. Uh, nevertheless, I, you know, Kayshawn Booty and Jane Daniels are still like, I had a source tell me Tuesday, be careful here, but, um, you know, the connection of them still staying after practice and still working on things. Look, man, that connection is only going to get better. You're going to need those two young men to, to stand out and show out for you to win. Now, last time Kayshawn Booty played Ole Miss at home, you remember what happened. He broke an SEC record of most receiving yards in the game. I don't think he does that, but I think he can get another 100. He can get another 100. A part of this number two is you have to run the football. Now, you're going to get Armani Armani Goodwin back, but Josh Williams is going to be probably your key back. If he's going to continue to do what he's doing, you've got to give Josh Williams the football. I don't care that he's a former walk-on. I don't care that he might not be – you know, he might not be the fastest or the strongest, the best catcher, but he does everything well. He, he He's able to pick up pass protection. He's, he can break arm tackles. He's fierce and, can, and a competitor. He's not going to want to go down against the Ole Miss team that struggled last week against Auburn. Let's call it what it is. Look, man, all, Ole Miss struggled last week against Auburn, but you can't take them lightly because of that. Lane Kiffin, and I said this last night, I'll say it again. Lane Kiffin's going to come out throwing punches. I think Lane's going to press a little bit when it comes to fourth down calls. I think if it's fourth and five and they're on their own side, he's going to go for it. I don't think he kicks a field goal because I think he knows. 
You got to take it to Lane Kiffin. You got to take it to Ole Miss. And look, I like Lane a lot. I think Lane has matured a lot. I didn't think he was right for this job when LSU was looking for their next head coach. I will say this. He's much more mature, though. He's much more mature. My point, my point in saying all that is this. I, LSU can win. There's a reason that LSU has become a two, three-point favorite. Guys, that line has legitimately swung over seven points or six points. It's not the, the voting public that's doing that. It's Vegas that's doing that. What do they know that we don't? But to, to reiterate the first two, you got to stop them running the football and you got to run the football. I know it sounds a little old school, but guys, the truth is the truth. You know, as Coach Pro said, <laughs> and we play that to start the, to start the show, you know, I, I stole that from my mentor, Bill King. Um, Man, you got to go out there, and excuse my language, you got to go out there and punch somebody in the in the mouth. They want to run inside zone, you slap them like a That's what you need to do. Now, if you're wondering, well, why did Blake just go mute? I muted myself. We're trying to get better with the language, but I'm not going to change myself. So we're going to, we're going to mute ourselves. You got to go out there and slap Ole Miss in the mouth. I will say this. And listen, I, I, I know that a lot. And look, a lot of people don't listen to these coaches on the SC teleconference. And, and look, I'm on them every single week. And it's a little bit more loose for these coaches. They kind of let it, let it rip a little bit. I heard I heard Lane's voice, and there's nobody on God's green planet that can tell me that Lane wasn't a little nervous. Meaning, you know, he came out and said, um, yeah. talking about how LSU's the best team that they played all year. Well, shit, you've already played Kentucky. Very interesting, man. It's very, very interesting. I will say this too. I will I will say this too. If you're in a look, if Brian Kelly and, and LSU does find a way to win this game, and and you and you're six and two, and you're tied for the first in the SEC West, I am going to be an obnoxious on Twitter to every Notre Dame fan that's out there. This is why. This is why you go out and get Brian Kelly. And I talked about Bill King just a minute ago. Look, you can hate Brian Kelly all you want to. You can say Brian Kelly this, Brian Kelly that. He's a damn fine football coach. It is, listen to me, it is a night and day difference when I go up there to practice. It's a night and day difference. I would rather play for Brian Kelly than Ed Orgeron. Because Brian Kelly might chew me out. He might curse me out. He might say that my footwork looks like Tinkerbell off or Peter Pan and I look like a damn fairy. But at least he's preparing me to get myself better. Last one and we'll get to some comments. Well, actually, we'll get to all the comments 
Um, and Marshall joining us in 20 minutes to talk some pails to run up the show. We'll talk some Saints pregame. If you got some Saints thoughts, fire them in here because I'll sit here and talk LSU all night. Um, number three in the key, the last key to victory for me, play lose. Last week, I, I urged every LSU football player on the team, every football coach. Now, I'll, I'll tell the story again. Look, I, I, I'm one one something that people don't know about me. I haven't shared this on the show a lot. One thing about myself that I will be very nerdy about is history. One thing about history, and especially like battles and and kings and conquerors and you know stuff like that. I talked I talked about last week. I talked about last week that you got to be like the Vikings. When the Vikings would go into battle and they would get off the ship at their enemy shores, they would burn their ships. And it would symbolize that the only way forward or the only way out was to go forward and go through your enemy. There was no retreat. Look, you got a bye week next week. You have a bye week next week. You got to empty the fucking gas tank. Sorry, I didn't mute myself. I'll get better. But you got to empty the gas tank. No holds bars. You got to go full Bobby Boucher on somebody. And knock somebody's block off. Empty the gas tank. Because then you'll have a full week to re-energize. The nutrition staff, doc, uh, you know, LSU, what they're doing up there in nutrition, what they're doing in med- with their medical facility, Brian Kelly donating a million dollars, which we don't talk about, by the way. Your head coach, the only coach that you've ever had, donate a million dollars to facilities, I might add. They will get you ready to play against Alabama. Alabama and the Bubba Gumps, the fighting Bubba Gumps. Empty the gas tank. Guys, if there's look, if they have 64 ready to go scholarship players, all 64 of them have to empty the gas tank. 65 now with Armani Armani Goodwin being back. Empty the gas tank. Here's another thing that I'm going to add to number three. We'll get to these comments. The last two seasons, half your team would have been opted out by now. Crazy what culture does, isn't it? Kayshawn Booty would have more than likely opted out or gotten injured. Fair? I love Derek Stingley to death. We don't need more any more Derek Stingleys. Elias Ricks. Derek Stingley sure doesn't have a problem now when he's with the Texans, does he? Not hurt now. He ain't even ended up on an injury report. Funny how that works, isn't it? People are always watching you. And it doesn't matter what people say because you know that I'm going to tell the truth here on the show. Sourcing and facts will beat your lies any day of the week, especially your narratives. Shout out to Brian Kelly. All right, let's get to a couple of these comments. Let me scroll up. Uh, We'll get to as many of them as we can. Let me do this, though. Let me talk about my good friend, Carol False, over at State Farm. (laughs) Let me find it. God dog it. Here we go. Let me talk about my good friend, Carol False, over at State Farm. Guys, you need to give them a call today. Look, inflation is horrendous. Everything's horrendous. 
at the gas pump. You're getting absolutely abused at the gas pump. Give my buddy Carol Falls a call today, 985-395-4300. What is it going to hurt you to call him? There's absolutely nothing that's going to hurt you in calling Carol Falls today. Oh, what's he going to tell you? Hey, the premiums, you know, I can't I can't switch you over because the premiums too, you know, much more than what you're paying. So what? At least you can save upwards of hundreds of dollars when you switch over to Carol Falls and State Farm. Let them know that your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by again, 985-395-4300. Let them know AYS sent you on by. Okay. Couple of these comments. Big MC says Blake on fire. Tell him Blake. <laughs> trying to, man. We're trying to. Uh, Big Mud says I'm looking for PG Blake. Yeah. Why you got a can of skull? Hey man, listen. And you got a thing of grizzly. Look at this right here. Look at that right here. Yes, I know. I know. I probably shouldn't be dipping. Lord, forgive me. You look, I, I hope the Lord, um, man, I really hope the Lord makes me live until I'm 85. Like, I, I really hope the Lord blesses me to live till I'm 85, 90 years old. Hughes Jason on Facebook says pressuring the QB and tackling is going to be key. It's going to be massive. Guys, it's, it's going to be massive. You can't, you cannot. Guys, Zach Evans, you remember Zach Evans? We were recruiting Zach Evans. Zach Evans can run the football. You know, Jerkhausen or whatever the kid's name is. I know it's not Jerk. I'm messing around. They got a stable of backs. Can I tell you all a quick story? <laughs> we had three running backs when I was at Southeastern that made it to the league. And the running backs coach, Coach Will, he used to call his, all of his running back a stable of whores because <laughs> he wanted to be called a pimp. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you got to tackle, man, and you got to tackle in an open space. Clay Phillips, what's up, Clay? He said, should be a great game. Let's hope so. I Look, we, look LSU desperately needs a massive win in Death Valley. Massive win. Massively. You beat the number 17 in Death Valley. Listen, you're going to call me crazy when I say this. I understand LSU's not ranked right now. I know LSU's not ranked right now. But you beat the number 17 in the country. You you deserve to be a top 20 team. You're going to be 6-2 and two at that point. Like... You know, who's going to be in the top 25 that deserves to be ahead of you? That 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 is the ultimate question. Who, I, uh, Iowa State, you know, who, who are these Rudy Poos that deserve to be above LSU if you beat the number seven team in the country? King Ulysses says, totally agree. Dart has to be the man to beat you. Yes. I'm not allowing the running game to beat me. I am going to allow... Jackson Dart to beat me if we're going to lose. I'm stacking the box, man. I I'm just telling you. Well, Blake, Lane Kevin's going to dial some up. Well, let him dial some shit up. Make J Jackson Dart beat you, and then and then you adjust to it. Don't let him come down there and run it down your throat. No pause. Guys, Lane Kiffin wants to put his nutsack on defense's faces. 
by running the football. It is a man-on-man game. They want to physically dominate you. Look, Lane gets Lane gets this persona, right? Like Lane's persona comes comes to the forefront as that Lane wants to is this preppy boy, South Cali kid, likes to surf, likes blonde-haired women with big titties. Like that's what the persona that Lane has. Guys, it's not technically true when it comes to the football field because he wants to run it down your throat. You know, last year I got people telling me, well, oh, Blake, they don't like running the football at Ole Miss. Bullshit, they didn't. Snoop Connor would go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on somebody. The running game would set up Matt Corral. That's what the RPO is for. Matt Corral threw the football as much because it was Matt Corral. By the way, Panthers, play Matt Corral. Start Matt Corral. Baker Mayfield's not better than Matt Corral right now. All right. We got some breaking news. Oh, wrong button. All right, Brian Kelly just announced that Armani Goodwin will play. We did talk about that earlier in the early in the day. We were told that at, at nine o'clock. Brian Kelly said Bo Lowry and the training medical staff were amazing in the work they did to get him ready after missing so many weeks. That's massive, man. Massive. Getting one of the better backs back. Absolutely, absolutely massive. All right, just making sure that uh, Brian Kelly didn't say anything else. Uh, Wilson Alexander is reporting that Brian Kelly has stated that LSU has to be creative in using Harold Perkins against Ole Miss. The staff uh, knows he needs... Guys, this is exactly what we've been talking about all week. Remember how everybody was freaking about why he's not playing? You got to be unique with Harold Perkins, man. You got to be unique. It's not that they don't want him to play. Come on, man. Don't be an idiot. Idiots saying, oh, we're scheming him out. They're not scheming him out. You're not at practice when he's getting obliterated by Walker Howard and the scout team. Kid's a, a kid's going to be a an All-American. He is going to be an All-American. Doesn't mean that he doesn't get lost in coverage. Is that fair? Can he rush the passer? Shit, yeah. Can he tackle an open space? Shit, yeah. Can he, I mean, can he do so many things? Shit, yeah. Can he also get lost in coverage like he did against Tennessee? Shit, yeah. He's going to be an All-American. We, we, we look at this and say, oh, well, Blake, you're not, you know. Guys, he's a freshman. Guys, I promise you this on my life. Emory Jones will not play right tackle once you get a true right tackle on this team. He will go into guard. You're having to play some of these freshmen and transfer portal guys because the guys that should be starting ahead of them that were already on this LSU team aren't that good. Y'all got me riled up. Actually, y'all didn't do anything. That was all on me. All right, Ant Marshall in a couple of minutes. We'll go a little we'll go to him a little bit earlier. Uh Josh Booty got stuck in the New Orleans airport. <laughs> Always something, man. Always something. Them three one eight guys, man. Can't trust them. It's a joke, Ant. It's a joke if you're listening. You really can't. You really can't trust them, though. You know, like you know, 
I, I drove up to the 318 last week. All I heard was this. Alright, it's a joke. Guys, can y'all take jokes or no? Both of our guests are supposed to be from the 318, but we'll have. Uh look, we'll do we'll go to Ann Marshall in, in four minutes. We'll we'll give him 15 minutes here. Uh Otis Ottenberry uh sends us a 499 via super chat. Says LSU wins with defense and running game Saturday. Thank you for the super chat, and I agree. I holistically agree with you. Uh, and Clark says, hashtag ask Blake, who will be the difference maker this weekend? Um, well, I think J- if you got to have Jaden Daniels. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Carroll did get hurt in preseason. Um, I think you need to have Jaden Daniels go off again uh, to win. And I think that they will. Um And I'm gonna I'm gonna punt this question. I think someone in your front seven is gonna have to go cuckoo for cocoa buffs, right? Somebody in your front seven is gonna have to go cuckoo for cocoa buffs. Someone in the D line is gonna have to go cuckoo for cocoa buffs. I don't think Ole Miss is gonna come out throwing the football. Maybe they do. Uh, Sharon says, "LOL, I watched Josh Booty play our high school. <gasps> Dude was awesome. Yeah, he was. Sure was." Dwayne says, Ashtag asks Blake, if you stack the box, force Jackson Dart to beat you, he throws three interceptions. Dwayne, I don't disagree. I don't know if he throws three picks, but you got you got to stack the box, man. Even if you put Harold Perkins as the big nickel. Now, here's the question. If you're going to put Harold Perkins at the big nickel, what do you do with Jay Ward? Because I'll tell you this. As much as I love Harold Perkins, I don't feel comfortable taking Jay Ward off the field. Now, did Jay Ward have some dumb penalties last week? Yes. He also had six tackles, and five of them were in the open field when he was by himself. Let me say that again. Jay Ward had six tackles. Five of them were in the open field when nobody else was around him. And he saved you a t- from, a, from touchdowns for Florida. I can live. Let me tell you something that I can live with. I can live with dumb penalties. Now, the one on the side, the one that was out of bounds, no, I can't live with that. But I can live with it technically. If he's going to do what he's doing in open field tackling. Is that fair? I got to be honest, man. Sometimes, and coaches look at this differently. And I know Brian Kelly hates because it was a close game. And, you know, you can't give up the 15 yards. I get it. But listen, man, sometimes on defense, you got to have somebody that will just knock somebody's head, head off. You know what's crazy about that, too? They didn't give up a touchdown on that drive that Jay Ward did that. Remember the quick slant that Makai Garner broke up? So, I mean, sometimes you you got you got to just do things. Otis says, low, uh, long horn, long cut, um, straight is good. I, long horn? Long horn? Look, I'm country, but I'm not that country. I grew up in the country. Let me say that. I'm Italian. I'm not, I don't grow. I didn't, you know, something that was interesting today. <laughs> it was happened this morning. And, and, and let me just say this. Uh, I feel for the Mississippi State staff and team. They lost one of their players this week. It's a very tragic story. Um, so we're thinking about all the people over at Mississippi State. Uh, but one of my country friends who does a podcast. <laughs> asked (laughs) 
And in the most country way possible, what happened to the player at Mississippi State? And everybody, no one knew what he was talking about. I deciphered the code. Call me a Navajo Indian or Native American. I can decipher country. I know, I know what you guys are doing. It's bow season. It's bow season. I know what y'all are doing right now. You're about you're you're in the stand. You're gonna get all to stand, and you're gonna go get your little bite to eat. You're gonna tell your wife you didn't see nothing, knowing good and damn well you saw three or four does. Because you don't want your wife to hassle you about shooting a doe. It's the truth. I speak I speak country, man. It's a foreign language. Look, listen. You think I'm petty for doing this? When they if they ever ask me on an application how many languages you speak, I say two: English and country. It's true. They got their own breed, man. And they got different parts of country. They got banjo country. They got tobacco country. They got redneck country. Now, if you if you end up in redneck country, you you screwed. You screwed. Uh, Corwain, see, look, see, look, Corwain, dough makes good. Hell yeah, it's good. It's tender. Very tender. Our last one, then we'll get to Ant Marshall. Josh Forbes says, hashtag ask Blake on a serious note. I'm seeing Daniels progress in the right way. Burrow also had struggles in his first year, but started to progress. I think he will be okay, and the sky is the limit for Jaden. I don't disagree. I don't like him. I don't like comparing him um, to Burrow. See, Otis says, don't forget your muzzle loader. It's like y'all in the movie The Patriot, bro. Remember when Mel Gibson had to put the powder down? He had to stuff it up. He, I mean, muzzle loader season. That's one thing I've never done. I'll, I'll bow hunt a little bit. One time I jumped out of a stand and killed an eight point buck with my bare hands and a knife. Ant Marshall next. Let's pay these bills. How many of y'all believe that? Jumped out of a stand, slit its throat. I'm a man. I drink beer. Love women. Sorry about good friends over at GrahamCoZGrahamTill.com. Let's talk to our good buddy Ann Marshall next. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside as the state of louisiana no medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com use that promo code ays25 all right we're joined here by a good friend ant marshall from the golden boot podcast and Marshall, have you ever jumped out of a deer stand and killed a deer with a knife with your bare hands like I have? Nah, you got that one, bro. <laughs> I mean, you live in the 318. Y'all do country things up there. What's the most country thing you do? 
The most country thing I do? Yes. Probably trap coons and eat them. Okay. It's actually not that bad. Believe it or not, it's actually not that bad. Coon is, you know, you know, we make fun of Chris all the time, but it's actually not that bad. You got to cook it right, though. You got to you got to cook it right. Got to put it like in a stew. You know, you got to put it in a stew. I'm with you. All right, and listen, I want to get to you with the Pels. We'll talk some LSU and Saints, too. Saints play tonight. And everybody's freaking out over one game versus the Pels. So let's talk about the Pels first. Now, listen, I've been critical about Zion. I've been critical about the Pelicans. I'll admit that. But I think some of it is a little bit warranted to some extent. Yeah. Last night, man, they looked good. I didn't watch the game. I was watching the Yankees, which the Yankees are playing right now. But Pelicans, I went back and watched the highlights. Man, they look good. What did you see in the Pelicans game last night? Um. Well, I mean, I, the first thing I think you got to look at is the, the depth of the team, man. When you have five guys who score at least 13 points, and you got pretty much your whole starting lineup is it has a plus minus of uh, double digits. You got, I mean, that just goes to show you that they can roll out guys, you know, for whatever situation. They Herb Jones gets in foul trouble. You put in a Trey Murphy. You have a Larry Nance to back up Zion. I mean, they got they got a lot of depth on this team. And another thing is the I think the the versatility of them on offense when they. they they were one of the f- only five teams to score at least sixty points in the paint. But of that's those insane, five, and that that's insane. Yeah. But of the other the other four teams, they're like four of the the bottom five in three point shooting. The Pelicans shot the best of any team in the NBA from three pointer in the first game, forty six percent. So if they can if they can score fifty points in the paint and shoot like forty percent from the field every night, I don't know how you can guard them. I mean, when you got Zion being <sighs> impossible to guard in the paint and you got guys like cj bi trey murphy who can light you up for three that's that's i don't know how you stop that defensively well and, and, and they have valanchunas coming off the bench yeah. too I, I mean well i mean considering he's a, yeah he started but yeah i mean he gave you a double double with 15 or 13 last night and I he's mean, the most it, would you agree to this very rudely would you agree that he's the most underrated player on that team it's probably Herb Jones, man. Okay. Honestly. Okay. But Val- Valanciunas is right there with him. But, I mean, Herb Jones last year as a rookie should have been all-NBA defensive team, first team. I mean, he's he's that good of a defender. He's an elite defender. You know, obviously we all know him from playing in Alabama. But um, but he was – he's an, came in the league as an elite stopper on defense. And, I mean, when you look at some – the teams that you're going to have to beat to, you know, to be where the Capels want to be as a contender – He's one of the guys that you can throw at a Durant. You could throw at a Luca. That you you know you can throw at some of these guys, and you're not going to stop him. But you, he can try to contain them some to to kind of frustrate those guys on the other end. So her her, her plays a big role, and don't always show up in the stat sheets. So everything that he does. Are they a contender? Yes. What makes you think after? I mean, uh, look, we're in October. I mean. It's a oh, long yeah, I mean, season. Yeah, yeah. What do you I mean? What, I, go ahead. Hell, if they if they stay healthy, they're a contender. Okay. Um, agreed. Agreed. I think, I think if, if you can get if you can get Zion, your big three, if you can get them to play 200, 215 games or so, you know, as a as a unit, all three of them together, then I think that um <laughs> I think they could be a top three or four seed, man. In, in the West, honestly. I think they can win 50 games. And 
when it comes to playoff time, it's it's gonna be hard to beat this team four out of seven just because, like I said, the versatility and they play good defense. I mean, they could have kept the Nets to under a hundred points, but are they know, then? Oh, go ahead, I'm time, sorry. In go garbage ahead. time, the Nets got over a hundred, but they they play good defense. Are they the new? Are they a newer, younger Phoenix Suns? You know, maybe not the overall superstars, but they. I mean, but they got a lot of pieces, man. I mean, some are already saying that the big, they have a big three with CJ, B.I., and Zion, but are they like the team that nobody's really talking about that could could be in the NBA final? Well, I think they were before last night. I think last night put a lot of people, you know, on notice about the Pelicans, that they are legit. Um, I mean, even when you look at what they did last year, you know, making the play in, but then taking the number one Phoenix team to six games without Zion. Correct, So, right. I mean, I mean, so... I think last year should have been the wake up call for everybody that this team's legit. Whenever you add, you you add to that team a guy who can you know twenty seven and eight every night. I mean that's let me that's ask contending. you. Let me ask you this about uh, and a lot of people gave David Griffin a lot of shit. I, I mean, was one of them. So what do we do now with David Griffin? I mean, I guess, I guess you got to do like, you know, the last episode of the Golden Boot. You got to eat some crow. I mean, he, <laughs> he obviously had a plan. Um, maybe I think firing Stan Van Gundy and, you know, getting rid of Steven Adams and Bledsoe after one year and not trying to force it to work because, you know, you, that was one of your moves you made. He kind of admitted that he messed up and, and rectified it immediately. So, I mean, I think that was – to me, that was one thing that kind of showed me that you know he isn't he isn't a lost cause of GM. But the CJ move, man, that was that's GM of the year type moves right there, bro. Like that that shows and, why he he can be a, he can be, be an executive of the of the year type guy. And he was a GM when they got Bi, right? I mean, he yeah, was, yeah, he did he did all of that. So arguably, arguably, he, he built this whole team. Correct. So that was that was the point that I'm trying to get at. He's mm-hmm. he has put this entire team together. Look, Jose or Jose, I mean, mm-hmm. is also a near, another critical piece. All right, one more that I want to get to Saints with you, and then and then we'll get to some LSU very quickly because we got to get out of here in five minutes. Um, do you think this? Do you where do you, if you had to pick right now where this team would be seated in the S, or, or in the West playoff? Where would you put them? Where do you think they could be? Could they be a top four seed? Yeah, I think I got them like four or five right now. Okay, so got, they're right there in the middle of the pack. Is what is yeah. You got you got the champs. They obviously gonna be back. You got Memphis. You got Phoenix. You got the Clippers if they stay healthy. I think they're right in there around with those teams. All right, and the Saints are about to play in about ten minutes. <laughs> I think they're losing. I think DeAndre Hopkins is about to go off. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. I think if uh, Marshawn was playing, I'd feel a little more confident. But um, I think Hopkins has been itching to get back on the field, and I think he finna he finna unleash some anger on the Saints secondary. Does it make you nervous that they don't have a first round pick like it does me? I mean, I know first round pick isn't the end all be all, but man, I mean, it just kind of feels as if they're spiraling a little bit in a wrong direction. Well, yeah, I mean, if it was if it wasn't a top ten pick, I wouldn't care as much. You know what I mean? But whenever you look at all the needs on this team, and you realize that we're not even going to have a pick, and if we did have a pick right now, you would have the sixth pick overall in the draft. And if you look at people saying we need a quarterback, people saying we need this, we need that on this team, having that sixth pick would be a big help right now. Even if we just you know you used it to trade back and pick up more pieces, but. 
it's, it's, it hurts right now looking at it like you might need a quarterback. You you might need another defensive end. You might need this. You might need that. And you'll be picking top 10 second round at, at the earliest. Well, and if you had a first round pick, you could get a Hendon Hooker, right? Like you, I could, mean, you could, you, you could, could get you a price. I mean, at this point, yeah, I about to say you could get the best quarterback on the draft in the draft almost. I mean, you, you're right now. I think you're projected sixth. So I mean, that's that's right there where you know a, a Bryce or a CJ would go. Say hey, Ant. Hey, Ant. <laughs> What's up, Ben? All right, let's get to LSU, Ant, very quickly before we get you out of here. My thing is, I think that LSU is going to have to stack the box. I don't want Ole Miss running all over you. I know you all talked, you are going to talk about it tonight on the Golden Boot. But what's your keys to victory for LSU uh, this Saturday? You pretty much said it. Uh, stop the run defensively, uh, and on, on offense, I think you have to you have to attack them like like we like we saw last week. Pretty much, you know, I think it's sort of similar to the game plan. Be smart with the ball, but you know, attack them and make them defend all the field. Ole Miss hadn't. Hadn't really played anybody like us yet, man. You know, honestly, offensively. So, make make them show that they can, you know, that they can defend all the weapons we have out wide. I agree. Do you have a prediction, a score prediction? Like, what do you, where do you see that score at? I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game like some people do. Honestly, I think it's a. Um, I think they're going to try to keep the ball out of our hands offensively. I think they're going to run the ball or try to run the ball a lot, and I think that. We're not going to put up a whole bunch of points, neither. I think it's going to be somewhere 24-21, 24-20, somewhere around in there. All right. And we got the Saints game, so we're crunching for time. I Look, as we go throughout the season with the Pelicans, we'll go over the uh, the allotted 10 minutes, I promise you. Hey, you going to tell fine, Mr. Bro. Ant bye-bye? Hey, y'all have, the later, golden, brother. y'all have the Golden Boot Podcast tonight. What time? It's where a, they can they find it? All right, 7.30. Tell everybody where they can find it. Yeah, seven thirty tonight. The Golden Boot Pod uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, we'll be going live talking Saints, LSU, Pelicans. You know a little bit of uh, SEC. You know a little bit of everything. Come check us out. Awesome. Hey Ben, Jay wants to know what you're going to ask for Halloween. What are you going as Halloween? Um, Chase. Chase, like, no, I thought Paw you wanted Patrol. to go as yeah, Paw Patrol. <laughs> I thought you were going as a ghost. all right guys we're out of here we'll see y'all saturday morning peace out girl scouts go to the golden boot podcast watch and them show here tonight at 7 30 we'll see y'all soon have a good night thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.